How is it possible that it's already August? We hope you are enjoying your summer. Back by popular demand is our AirPods Pro giveaway. Members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts, which you get by becoming a member. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of August, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code BONUSCONTENT, one word, at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code bonus content. Thank you for your support. It's August 11, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The Biden administration has requested over $13 billion in emergency defense aid and an additional $8 billion for humanitarian support to Ukraine amidst the ongoing Russian invasion and Ukraine's counteroffensive. The aid package also includes $12 billion to replenish U.S. federal disaster funds, strengthen enforcement at the U.S.-Mexico border, and address domestic issues. While previous requests for Ukraine funding were approved, this request faces a more divided political landscape with Republicans under pressure to support the party's leader, Trump, who has been skeptical of the war. The package aims to garner bipartisan support by addressing both international and domestic priorities. However, the $40 billion price tag might be contentious, given Republican focus on reducing federal spending. The Biden administration emphasizes its commitment to Ukraine's defense and democracy but acknowledges potential limits to congressional and public patience for the costs of an extended war. U.S. President Joe Biden recently referred to China as a ticking time bomb due to its economic challenges and weak growth. He expressed concern that such problems might lead to negative actions. These remarks echoed his previous comments about Chinese President Xi Jinping being a dictator. China considered these comments provocative. The statements followed U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's efforts to stabilize U.S.-China relations, described as at their lowest point since 1979. China's consumer sector experienced deflation, and factory prices continued to decline, potentially indicating a phase of slower economic growth with stagnant consumer prices and wages, in contrast to global inflation trends. Biden signed an executive order limiting new U.S. investment in China's sensitive technologies, prompting China's concern and a threat of countermeasures. Despite the critical remarks, Biden emphasized desiring a rational relationship with China. Ukrainian authorities have ordered the mandatory evacuation of around 12,000 civilians from 37 towns and villages in the eastern Kharkiv region due to the reported efforts of Russian forces to breach the front line. The local military administration has issued the evacuation order, 
stating that residents must comply or acknowledge the risk of staying. The Kharkiv region, including the city of Kupiansk, was reclaimed by Ukrainian forces in 2022 from Russian occupation, reinforcing Ukraine's stance with the support of its Western allies. However, recent weeks have seen Russian forces counterattacking, concentrating troops, tanks, aviation, and artillery in the Kupiansk region, aiming to advance on the city. The situation is marked by intense fighting, with claims and counterclaims from both sides, while concerns about the conflict's impact extend to neighboring countries like Poland, which is increasing border security due to fears of rising illegal immigration amid the ongoing conflict. In other news, amid war and sanctions, Vladimir Putin is endeavoring to reinvigorate Russia's involvement in space exploration as its state space agency, Roscosmos, launches its first lunar mission in almost 50 years. The Luna 25 mission aims to explore the lunar south pole, where water is believed to be locked in ice, crucial for sustaining life and enabling further space exploration. Successfully achieving this would bolster Russia's partnership with China in building a moon base by the 2030s, potentially re-establishing its standing in space geopolitics. However, China currently holds the upper hand in the collaboration. Meanwhile, the U.S. plans to send astronauts to the moon's south pole, while India's Chandrayaan-3 mission also targets the same region, highlighting the competition for valuable lunar territories. Despite geopolitical complexities and technical challenges, Russia's Luna 25 mission signifies a significant step in re-engaging with space exploration efforts. Maui's wildflowers have claimed at least 55 lives, with the death toll expected to rise further, causing extensive damage to the resort town of Lahaina. The inferno, fueled by dry conditions and strong winds, has left thousands homeless and devastated as many as 1,000 buildings, turning much of Lahaina into ruins. The Hawaiian governor, Josh Green, deemed it the worst national disaster in the state's history, necessitating years of rebuilding and billions of dollars. The disaster has prompted plans to house the displaced in hotels and rental properties. The fires are part of a trio of major wildfires on Maui, all still burning, and the disaster is being compared to the 1960 tsunami that struck Hawaii. The fire's destructive force has led to evacuations injuries, and dramatic escapes, with tourists and locals seeking refuge in the Pacific Ocean. The catastrophe underlines the growing impact of human-caused climate change on extreme weather events and reinforces calls for emissions reduction to prevent further environmental crises. A group of six Ukrainian pilots is facing delays in completing training on the U.S.-made F-16 fighter jets, due to implementation setbacks in the training program by Western partners. The timeline discrepancy highlights the disparity between Ukraine's urgent need for the jets in its current conflict with occupying Russian forces and the long-term defense vision of its supporters. Despite President Biden's endorsement of the F-16 training, Denmark and the Netherlands, who have been leading the effort, have experienced multiple delays, likely pushing back the jets' deployment by another year. Ukrainian officials expressed anxiety about lacking modern air power, 
which impacts their ability to counter enemy forces effectively. The gradual training process also underscores divisions among Ukraine's backers and its leadership's push for immediate assistance. In lighter news, Alaskan cyclist Will Walker is seeking recognition from the Guinness World Records after completing a 500-mile bike ride across Iowa by riding backward. While participating in the Register's annual Great Bicycle Ride across Iowa alongside 30,000 other cyclists, Walker stood out as the sole individual who rode with his back to the front, steering by looking over his shoulder while perched on his handlebars. Walker adopted this unconventional cycling style a decade ago and has gained global recognition for it. He has submitted evidence of his achievement to Guinness World Records in hopes of securing the title for the longest distance cycled backward, currently held at 209.77 miles by Australian Andrew Halinga since 2013. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip topic or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.